So I'm going through my email and I get a number of questions, some related to this program, some related just to life in general, and a lot of people know that I am involved in preparing and getting ready for eventualities, and they're saying, okay, what do we do now? These are people who didn't prepare, didn't get involved. And that's what we're going to talk about this week on Survival Beyond the Bug Out Bag. I'm Bill Bateman, your host, and I'm one of the team here at Refuse to Be a Victim Personal Protection Training. We are located in the Medford White City area, and we hope to see you as soon as humanly possible one day out at the range getting learned up. It'll be great. So let's jump back to the question at hand. What now? We've been through a disruption, a little blip on the radar. How are you going to do things differently today, not tomorrow, but today, than you were doing yesterday? And I'm talking about as far as getting ready for these type of things that come up. If you want to scroll back down the list of shows back to Season 1, we talked about pandemics as one of the possibilities. We talked about the need to have extra medicine, extra supplies, all that kind of stuff. I'm not doing I told you so. I'm saying this is an ongoing thread in this type of discussion. How are you going to prepare? Maybe you're one of those people who had to go hand-to-hand for a roll of toilet paper at one of the local shopping centers. Maybe you were worried about fuel or food or medicine or any of those things. This is minor. I, I know it's an inconvenience, but I can still go to the pharmacy and I can still get my medication. I just have to wear a face mask. Okay. What if it was ten times worse? Where would you be? And that's what I want to focus on today. Now is a good time, especially while you're quarantined. I'm working from home. I am fortunately still actively working, but I am at home, and I'm home a lot. I get stuff delivered. Uh, Amazon hates me. I got a letter from Jeff saying, chill a little bit. Take it easy. My guys and gals are working pretty hard. And I came upon a strategy that I think is good for a regular prepper like myself, a advanced prepper, an advanced prepper if you will, or a brand new person. And I really want to reach out and have you share this with your friends who may not do this at all and are kind of sitting around counting the sheets on the roll of toilet paper going, damn. So I think it's important regardless of where you are, Look at the plan. Look at the situation right now. Use this time in this event. Plan and evaluate and decide, what will I do different? How am I going to respond? How am I going to react? How am I going to coordinate differently? What direction am I going to go in now? Here's some of the things I've done. I hope they're of use to you. First thing, as I mentioned, I went through my bag and I looked at some of the toys I bought and some of them are good, some of them I'm going to replace and some of them I'm really glad I got. And the ones I am really happy with are the ones I spent time reading the reviews and looking over the specs and getting those user comments because in amongst the whining, you know, it, it, it doesn't come in taupe. Oh, wow. Bummer. Uh, You're going to find some good things broke after two uses. And if you start seeing that a lot, you know you can pass it by. Use this time for research. Use this time, if you have materials already, to examine them and make sure they're in good shape. I was in my supply cabinet and I have some water filters. I've talked about that in past broadcasts, and I was putting them together and making sure that everything worked the way I thought it would, and I had the directions, and I noticed I was missing a piece. Oh my gosh, 
I am so glad I found that out sitting on my living room floor instead of sitting out in the middle of Applegate. It's a big difference on what it means to me. I can go to the refrigerator and get a soda. Not so much when I'm out in the woods. Better doesn't mean different. You don't have to go out and buy the most expensive thing. We've talked about that. Looking at what I'm seeing now, it has helped me psychologically change my preparations. And we've talked about that previously, and I think it's worth mentioning now. Is what's happening right now what you expected when we talked about pandemics? Did the mental picture you put together in your head, oh, I think this is what's going to happen, turn out to be what it is? For me, absolutely not. I've been involved in disease situations before, and I usually think of cots, tents, and uh, lots of plastic sheeting. This is not what we're seeing. We're being asked to stay home. Okay. We're being asked to wear masks. Okay. I may have mentioned it last week, but I still find it hysterically funny. There are four of us standing outside a store, all putting on masks. It was happened to be a liquor store. Putting on masks to go into the liquor store. If you had seen that six months ago, you'd call the police. Now, it's just considered good habits. It's just considered what we need to do. Other things you can do while quarantined. You can discuss. You can talk. I have found that I can't watch any more television. I actually do not own television. I have a TV. I have a very nice 54-inch. But I don't watch television anymore. It's making me nuts. It's bad for my digestion. So what I'm doing is using this time to talk to my neighbors, to talk to my friends, to talk to my circle of people, and get some other viewpoints, get some other information. This is not what I thought it would be, but it does require some intervention. Next time, and yes, boys and girls, there will be a next time, we want to look at the type of preparations we can do differently. So use this time Go through that pack. Go through that gear. I am changing what I'm putting in which container. Part of this, I was lugging stuff around the house to test and see what it's like. I have one backpack. Darn thing is really heavy. That's something I'm going to have to look at. I am pleased to report because I've kept you on up to date with my whining about my bad leg. That seems to be getting better. That's going to be good if I have to do any stepping out or anything of a cross-country nature. One other thing, and I'm just sharing things that I have observed while I'm out. I have mentioned previously, I give the black spot to certain businesses, certain locations, certain entrepreneurs who just, quite frankly, screw up really badly all the darn time. I gave that to a fast food restaurant about six months ago. Took me 27 minutes sitting at the little wait-for-it place to get two cheeseburgers. I'm sorry. They aren't good when you shoot them out of a can, a t-shirt cannon when you go through the drive-thru. A 27-minute wait is bullshit. Now, same restaurant, same location, who knows if it's the same staff, they're cooking almost to order. Yeah, you go up and you wait, and you have a few minutes wait, but you're not waiting a half an hour, and guess what? The flavor is back. That's true. That cardboard-like, chew it, swallow it, and take a drink of something quick is gone. The flavor is back. The help is smiling. 
I don't know why. Maybe they're paying them a little more. Maybe there is less to do with the counter. Maybe there's elves. Who knows why? But I'm seeing that as a positive uptick. A lot of the restaurants in the area have gone to a whole new business model, a whole different way of doing things. Delivery has picked up. Ordering online has picked up. Personally, I would much rather sit with my friends than talk to them on the screen. But if that's how it is, I can adapt. And of course, this is not all happy, happy, joy, joy, and everything's going well. People are losing money. People are having trouble paying their bills. A lot of those people who worked in restaurants, which are now closed, haven't been called back to help with the delivery process. Or maybe they don't have a car and somebody else does. And so they're SOL. That's a real problem. That put me in a position of rethinking my finances. Had I been laid off, had I been put out of a job because of this uh, epidemic business, was I prepared? To a certain extent, yes, because I'd rather do without right now and put something in savings. That's not a common mindset. And that's what I'd recommend, especially if you're in a position where you're in an hourly job or you can be laid off. And believe me, ladies and gents, I know how hard that is when you're making minimum wage. You can barely make rent. You can barely make bills. I think I mentioned it last week. I didn't re-listen to last week prior to doing this week, but I closed my magic website. I closed my magic business. I took my listing down off Google. That's income. I'm not getting any more. I know at the range we're not having any classes. People aren't coming in. We'd love to see you, but we know we can't. These are all problems. Not giving you a lecture on how to live your life, just saying if this is new to you, everything I've tried to share this episode, if this is something you didn't do and now you're going to start, I would recommend seriously, like I said, talking to your friends, talking to folks who are doing okay, talk to people who are having a bad time of it, and talk to the folks who don't seem to be bothered by this at all and find out what they're doing and see how much of that you can do yourself. I also would ask our new people, the folks who are just joining in or maybe getting a little bit more interested in this than they were in the past, go back and listen to some of our earlier episodes. I stand by that material. Some of the items I'm taking off the list. Some of the vendors are going to be changing around. We have books. I'm going to be adding new books. I think this is an excellent time to do some reading some research, and get caught up on ways to deal not only with edible plants in nature, because yes, that's going to be a part of it, but find out what's the water like in your area. All the things I talked about, and this is from first season episodes, but don't think you're going to go jump on the creek and drink the water when you find out that water's not even safe to swim in. Don't go out and buy the most expensive compass you're ever going to use and not know how to use it. By the way, learn to use a compass. It's very, very worthwhile. I can understand how fun it is to have your electronics, but what happens if, not if, what happens when we run out of battery power, or when the electronic grid goes down, or or there's an interruption in cell service. These are all the things we talked about first term. If you're brand new, go back to that first year. 
take a listen, get some of those ideas, and as always, we invite your questions and your comments in the email address where you find out about this week's program. Let's wrap up with some final points. I look at this whole situation like a near miss. Almost being hit by the sniper, or almost stepping on the landmine, or being on the 747 that almost takes a Cessna through the engine. This is a near miss. It's scary. Uh, It's going to make a long-lasting impression. I think when we come out of this at the other end, we, and I mean the collective we, all of us, you, me, her, even the kids out there, we are going to be different. This is going to change how we think about things, how we react, how we prepare, and how we respond. I think we're going to find out a lot of the nail-biting I think we're going to find out a lot of the finger pointing. I think a lot of the conspiracy theories are going to make folks feel pretty silly. These things gradually start toppling after the hysteria wears off. I'm going to be reevaluating my information supply. For example, I know personally, I've taken classes on basic first aid, on how to use an AED, on how basic trauma care, uh, gunshot wound treatment, but there's a whole lot more information I'm going to get. If that's something that's going to fit your lifestyle, maybe you're going to have to deal with either an aging uh, grandparent or you're going to have to deal for your children, that's something I'm going to do might be of use to you too. More information on medical care, more information on ways to provide that care and find the necessary supplies. I'm looking at my short-term food purchases, both of canned goods and things like flour, rice, beans, that type of thing. I'm looking at what am I going to do with that. I mentioned I went out and got some yeast. I'm actually going to be baking bread next week. Seems like a good time, and it seems like good practice. Just like I found I was missing a piece in my water kit, how about if I'm missing a piece in making bread, and I end up with 20 pounds of flour, and that one ingredient I really have to have. Okay, I can now make paste and hang wallpaper. Not what I'm looking for. Also, I'm looking at long-term food, long-term materials, and I'm using this time to rotate the supplies I have. As I brought in new supplies in preparation for this, I made sure I rotated it. I got an additional water container. I dumped out the old water, testing it to see that it had held, and it did, and cleaned the containers and refilled them. I didn't just dump it out in the gutter, by the way. It went in the garden because there wasn't a darn thing wrong with it. I don't like to waste anything. That's just me. I'm Midwest stock. I will be sharing the books and materials I use in the months to come in this program. Uh, Quite honestly, I have been busier than a one-legged man at a butt-kicking contest because of my job, and it's just been chaos. So I haven't been able to keep up the back page there that we look at uh, materials and information. Coming up next week, I have been to a number of sites, some of which have really impressed me, and some, they're coming off. They've been highly disappointing. So next week, well, actually in two weeks when we come back, we are, in fact, going to have new references and some new ideas. Okay, that's what I've got for this time. I do apologize for this being up a day late. I don't know if anybody noticed that. I don't think our listenership is that large that it's that critical. But yes, I did get behind and I do apologize. 
With that said, that's all the time we have for this week. I will be back in two weeks with the promised things I said I'd be doing. I'm always interested in ideas from you, the listeners, and as always, I encourage you to share this with friends who might get a value out of the program. With that said, that's it until next time. Be safe, be good to each other, and remember, wherever you go, there you are.